Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC on ESPN 19. And that was headlined by Marvin Vittori, who defeated Jack Hermanson by unanimous decision. First off, I feel bad for Jack Hermanson. You know, this guy had to um, basically change opponents until he got to Marvin Vittori. And I think, in my opinion, so he was... Matched up originally with Jacare, then Kevin Holland. Was it Jacare? I think it was Jacare, but he was matched up with those two guys. But in my opinion, I think Marvin Vittori at this point is better than both of them. So he got a much more difficult fight. This is one of those fights where the UFC really put two up and comers together. And I didn't really agree with it because I could see both jack and marvin fighting for the title but i feel bad i feel bad for jack hermanson because all he really wanted was to fight and he did that he had his moments but in general marvin vittori he has a he's on a different mindset right now you know you know how you see fighters and you you don't even have to look at their fighting per se you you more you look at their their attitude and how they carry themselves prior to these fights. And Marvin Vittori, the way he carries himself right now is just... He is someone who has the confidence that believes they're going to become a champion. And I believe that just based on how he speaks, how he talks about himself, talks about his opponents. Marvin Vittori... I'm excited for him, man. I'm excited to see what's next. I would love to see him versus Paulo Costa because I think that would be an awesome fight to watch. I really want to see the rematch with Israel Adesanya. You know that I was actually watching that fight the other day and it was pretty close. Could have went to Marvin Vittori in my opinion. But this performance over Jack Hermanson was very impressive. He basically dominated everywhere on the feet and on the ground. He got clipped, he got scratched, but in the end of the day, he came home with the unanimous decision, and I like his perso personality, you know? I like the way um, he trash talks, because it's just, uh, you could tell he's saying these things because he believes they're true, you know? He's not just doing it because it brings attention. He truly believes he is the best middleweight in the world right now. And I feel that. So I can't wait to see what's next for him. As for Jack Hermanson, it sucks that he lost. But I do believe he's going to have his day where he's going to fight for the title. And um, I hope he does, man, because he's a great fighter. I think a good fight for him next would maybe be... Hmm. Let me see. What would be a good fight? Honestly, I thought... I was going to say Paulo Costa versus Jack Hermanson. Maybe. I actually kind of like that fight more than Marvin Vittori and Paulo Costa because um, Paulo is coming off of that loss. Um, but Marvin, Marvin versus Robert Whitaker would have been a fight that I'd prefer more over Paulo Costa. I don't know. Um, just based on the momentum from both guys, it would be interesting to see uh, who would come on top in that matchup? But that would be a fun fight to watch. But I would also, I, I would also love Marvin Vittori versus Paulo Costa too. I can't complain about that matchup. So Marvin Vittori, he has so many options ahead of him, and 
I just can't wait. The middleweight division is looking really good again. And yeah, Marvin Vittori is a big reason for that. In the co-main event, Jamal Hill, he defeated Ovin St. Peru uh, TKO in the second round. Jamal Hill, man, he was uh, picking Ovin St. Peru apart. And yeah, I can't say anything more, but impressive win over a veteran. Uh, I was going to say a veterinarian, a, vet- a veteran like Ovin St. Peru to get a win over him. He's uh, he's definitely the the meter as to see if you're the real deal in the light heavyweight division or not. And Jamal Hill, he proved that. He proved that he is. And I wonder what's next for him. I think a good fight would be, hmm, who who would be good for Jamal Hill next? <laughs> Jan Blachowicz. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, that's hard, man. The light heavyweight division, I'm not going to lie. It's not that great. Uh isn't it crazy how there was at one point the light heavyweight division was the best division in the UFC? Like when we had that the Rashad Evans days, Rampage, Forrest Griffin, um, Leoto Machida, Shogun. Like it was a star studded top 10 in the light heavyweight division for a while. Like the belt couldn't even be held for more than one time. Um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's really far from those uh, those days, in my opinion. And um, I hope it does get better. I think people like Jamal Hill will make it better because I was entertained by his performance over Ovin St. Peru. So that was a very good win, in my opinion. I'd also like to bring up uh, Gabriel Benitez. He had an impressive uh, win, first round finish over Justin James. Nasty knee. And then elbows on the ground basically it was um those that's that was a nasty finish um i'd also like to talk about jordan levitt is it levitt or levitt i'm gonna say jordan levitt and (laughs) i think this was the nastiest finish that i've seen in a while because he slammed him he slammed him in 22 seconds and knocked matt wyman out but what was even more impressive was how he did it i just loved how he he knew what he wanted to do, basically, and he did it so perfectly well. You know how people, they train, and then you see those things in fights, or you see like variations of that? I feel like that slam was something he trained for a lot, and then it finally just, the opportunity came, and he knew what to do, and he did it perfectly. The way he just squared up and basically like held pinned him in the air he pinned matt wyman in the air and then used all his force to slam him to make sure that the slam gets full impact i was so impressed with it i know a lot of people are making fun about all his post-fight antics and stuff but you know what he likes to have fun let him be who he wants to be i like it um other performances i'd like to bring up louis smoka i'm happy he got a win he's actually a, f- a fighter I've liked since the Paddy, pa- Paddy Holland. Uh, oh, oh man, what's his last name? Paddy. I don't, don't want to mess this up. Uh, Paddy, Paddy, <laughs> Paddy Holland. Yeah, I don't even think that's right. But uh, I've 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 been a fan of his uh, since then. 
because he was such an underdog. He was taking up that uh, short notice main event spot with Patty, and he upset him. But then after that, he even went into detail that he became an alcoholic. He went on like a four fight losing streak, left the UFC, but he's back. And yeah, he lost some fights, but he's also winning some as well. And it's good to see him uh, get a dominant win over Jose Alberto Quinones. I also want to bring up Jake Collier, who defeated Gian Volante. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up because it's, it's just crazy, uh, specifically with Gian Volante, man. Uh, there was a point where I'm like, you know what? This guy has the potential to do some big things. Like back in the day, he defeated uh, Corey Anderson, which in my opinion is an impressive win. Um, but I don't know. I, I just, uh, it's crazy to see Gian Volante at this point. I think he got um, cut from the UFC too. Um, which I'm not surprised about, but yeah, Gian Volante, man, Jake Collier. I've been seeing a lot of photos of him as a middleweight, now into heavyweight, and people calling it the the opposite of um, Jared Cannonier, basically, and I agree with that. But overall, this was a solid card. It wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst, but I'd give it maybe a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10 is good for me. What did you think about this card? What are your predictions for UFC 256? I'm excited for that one. And I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye.